0: Hello everyone, welcome to episode 234 of Manage the Wild. I'm your host, Nick Madsen. Today we're going to talk about season lengths and restricted weapons. Is it affecting harvest and success rates? And the reason why we're talking about this is the Utah Division of Wildlife has proposed, and it's going through wrecks shortly, uh, that they are going to test out a couple of things. Yesterday, we talked about antler point restrictions, not a fan of those, Um, and that's okay. But there are a couple other things they're looking to do. One of them is shortened season dates. They wanna do shorter hunts and they're gonna do it in a couple of areas. Again, this will be between 2024 and 2027. The study would assess whether shorter season affect deer harvest rate in that area and then also a weapons restriction recently approved weapons restrictions so this is getting rid of compound bows you're going to be using uh muzzle loaders but they're going to be the ball, flintlock those type of muzzle loaders without scopes and recurves long bows those type of things and this study would evaluate whether uh, weapon restrictions affect buck deer harvest in that area as well. Some people are looking at it as this is the way the division is trying to reduce success. I think there's multiple things going on here. So when they are managing, they are managing for one, they're watching out for the population, making sure that they can continue to grow that population because they're trying to reach objective, two, They're looking at hunting opportunities. How many opportunities are there out there for people? Are there enough? And are people satisfied with those opportunities? And then third is hunter satisfaction with their overall hunting experience with mule deer. Are they satisfied? Oftentimes uh, when I'm out and about, I hear that hunters are not satisfied with the size or the quality of animal that they're seeing. They want a more mature animal. And so, When you think about antler point restrictions, shortened season dates and weapon restrictions, what are all these things trying to accomplish? It's trying to manage the species in a way that they can continue to grow the population. It's managing in a way that everybody is getting opportunities because you're still having your general hunt seasons. You're still having, having your regular archery, your muzzleloader. And they're just looking at a way to, I think, mostly improve the third one, hunter satisfaction. If you have everybody hunting, but the success rate goes down, ultimately you're going to get a higher quality animal next year. Because if you give out 100,000 tags and you have 20% uh, filling those tags, obviously you're going to have more bucks making it to the next year. So the question is, are they reducing success rate? And when we, here, I'm going to switch. So when we look at this, all of these things right here, what are they all doing? All of those are trying to give people more opportunity but also help grow bigger animals. And that's the question of whether we can do that or not. So I went and have done as much research as I possibly can on season lengths. Everybody talks about season lengths, how that's going to impact Uh, some say it's good, some say it's bad. The average hunt time for a person hunting in the state of Utah is between three days and three and a half days for mule deer. Now, there's the psychos out there that can take weeks off on end and go hunting, and they're the ones who are going to be the most upset with these shortened dates. But on average, if you're talking about your typical hunter, I'm not talking about those ones that are going out and going two weeks i'm not talking about those guys who set up their trailer for a month and hit all species we're talking about the average the average is three days so a shortened season uh, i've talked to some individuals they would they believe that shortened season will be somewhere around five days some think maybe four but they're ultimately they're talking about shortening those days It includes a two-week archery hunt, five-day muzzleloader hunt, five-day any legal weapon. So it's not four days. It's going to be five days. And then the archery is just shortened to two weeks. So people are, they've done it in the past in other areas. But as far as research, there's not a whole lot going on with big game uh, as far as the effects of it now. What I can tell you is, depending on whether you're hunting uh, waterfowl, then there's a lot of research going based on waterfowl. So let's talk about what I found in waterfowl, then we'll jump over to big game. Waterfowl... Shorter seasons help protect those populations flying through areas where they are trying to preserve a population. So, they've used these short seasons because it allows some of these species to fly through areas where they're trying to protect them, even the residential ones. Uh, and so, by having shorter seasons, they can break it up and say, You can hunt these three days, you have to wait two weeks, and then you can hunt these three days. And so that's one of the pros is it helps reduce uh, harvest by breaking it up, especially when these birds are migrating through areas where they are trying to protect them. And they're trying to protect in these studies, the resident birds, because these resident birds are here they're staying and then they're picking up and they're moving off with the other migrating birds. And so there's this period of time where they're doing a short harvest, having a break, doing another harvest afterwards, short seasons. It uh, reduces overharvest as well. If you have migrating birds flying from Canada through the United States down into Mexico, the short seasons are, and we're talking like, Instead of five months or four months, we're talking like two months. They're reducing the amount of overharvest on any one species because the lengths are so short. These uh, birds are migrating through and so it reduces overharvest. Also, you have less hunting pressure in general going on with these animals. They're able to migrate from north to south and less hunting pressure. Now, The cons of shorter hunting seasons with waterfowl, lower success rate, because the season's shorter, hunters have less time in the field and they are not getting as many animals because maybe the migration hasn't started yet. And so you're just catching the tail end. Maybe it started earlier and you're just getting the back end. And so you're getting, uh, there's a lot less. There's a a big economic impact for areas that have shorter seasons, uh, especially those that rely on hunting. Uh, You see it in fishing as well. When uh, kings get restricted up in Alaska, uh, the areas that rely heavily on king fishing, and now they're putting a restriction on those kings, they tend to suffer economically because people aren't able to go in there at that time when they can harvest them. And so it makes it more difficult for uh, places that rely on hunting, rely on fishing. And so there's an economic um, impact there. Public dissatisfaction is the highest one with short season dates. We talked about that it's calm, it's good for conservation. It's good for reducing overharvest and the overall health of the animal. But public dissatisfaction, public are angry at shorter seasons. Whether they go out and hunt waterfowl or go out and fish or not, they don't like the pressure of having to go for just these five days, these three days, or whatever it is, and the other thing they find out is there's more crowding because of those shorter seasons. Now let's transition that to wildlife. What are we going to see? What are the big impacts of shorter seasons? I called a a biologist, a friend of mine, and I asked him, what has been your experience with shortened seasons? It was a five-day And he said that the harvest actually went higher than if we had given them the standard two weekends. Uh, Harvest rate was higher because more people were forced on the landscape between those periods of time. They couldn't hunt the two weekends, so they just had to be there for five days straight. And they actually saw that harvest went through the roof. But you can also have reduced harvest, though. And... It all depends on weather. Shorter seasons, you're restricted to this time period. If you have a storm on the opening week and you want to wait it out, you just wait it out until that storm passes, then you can go in and hunt. But if you get an opening week and you're a shortened season to five days and it storms for four out of the five days, uh, it's definitely going to have an impact on harvest rates and success rates and people are not going to like that. If it snows for the entire opener and people just can't get out and about, then you're going to have high hunter dissatisfaction. Again, we talked about it with waterfowl, but they found that there's concentrated hunting pressure. That short amount of time frame means hunters are staying out in the fields longer. Uh, On the uh, shorter seasons, when it was reduced to five days, uh, people instead of hunting just the opener would actually take off that week uh, because they couldn't come back for the weekend hunt. And so it was easier for them just to take off that. And so you actually saw an increase in the number of days that they hunted moving from roughly three to almost four days of of hunting. And so there is a, a change and there's more pressure because you're bringing more people out into the field. I know um, there was a situation where the biologist had a, a, we needed to reduce the population of elk in the area. There was a high population of cow elk, and they were causing um, not just habitat damage, but the, the population was actually coming down onto the highway, and it was creating some safety concerns. The biologist increased the tags, increased the tags until he no longer could increase them based upon the management plan, but the harvest just wasn't there. They weren't getting harvest. So what did he do? He created multiple hunts and he shortened the seasons for these hunts. He would give them five days and it was one, two and three, and it was three weeks and he really shortened the time frame, And so people were forced to go out. They didn't have 30 to 60 days to go kill their cow elk. They had five days. And by instituting that five-day, it broken up into three different groups, one, two, and three, the uh, amount of um, pressure that these animals felt was greatly intensified because now people didn't have 60 days to go kill a cow. They had five days. And the harvest rate went up and the amount of hunting pressure went up. They kept the elk off the roads. And it worked out in general. People were dissatisfied, though, with it because it was such a short time frame. They wanted, again, their 60 days that they've had before. There is also an impact on hunter behavior. People change the way they hunt when they're shorter time frame. They change their tactics. They, They intensify, I guess, is the only word to to use it. When you got a shorter, limited time, hunters become very intense in their effort to harvest. They change the way they are going about hunting. There's more effort. They start moving further from the roads. And they start working with more people to target these animals than if they had uh, a longer time frame. So, Short hunting seasons depends on the climate and the situation and the animals and the area. Are you going to have reduced success rates? Possibly. Are you going to have increased success rates? Possibly. If you have weather moving in, it's going to affect how things are playing out. If you have uh, animals that you're hunting that are normally migratory and they're moving through and they move through before the hunt, are you going to miss out? Possibly. And so there's a whole lot of factors that go into whether short hunting seasons are going to be beneficial. Um, If I was a hunter, I would not be a fan of short seasons. But if I'm managing wildlife, I personally, if I was managing wildlife, I was the biologist, I would use a crazy amount of short seasons I would do like four or five days on a lot of them and I would create many seasons within. So if uh, the opener of the deer hunt is October 21st, I'm hunting deer in areas that are overpopulated or experiencing high depredation, I'm creating a bunch of four-day, four five-day hunts to help bring that pressure down. If I have too many elk in an area, I'm creating a multitude. I'm not going to give out landowner permits. I'm going to create many seasons in which people, private land people, have to go in and hunt these elk this time to help alleviate the depredation. If I know that I'm my hunting stops the end of December on elk, then I'm going to create small seasons all the way throughout December, trying to force those elk out of those areas where they're having depredation issues with uh, hay uh, coming into haystacks barns, tearing up crops, those type of things. Short seasons, I'm not a fan if I'm a hunter. Huge fan if I'm a wildlife manager because I need that pressure. I need that amount of intensity coming and moving elk or deer or whatever to where I need them to be and that's one of the easiest ways or best ways to do it. It'll be interesting to see what the division comes away with when they do their shorter hunting seasons. Again, the study would assess whether short seasons affect deer harvest in that area. Now, three years, 2024 through 2027, is not a whole lot of time. And if you have a couple of years of bad weather, a couple of years of great weather, it will all alter okay the next one weapons restrictions again there's not much to talk about this uh hunter success rate goes down whether it's a recurve or a long bow or muzzle loaders without uh, scopes or muzzle loaders that are flintlock and cap and ball these end lines really reach out further and so you're going to have a, a shorter or you're going to have a reduced success rate based upon these weapons restrictions that's why everybody's going to these uh, BARs the, or these semi-automatic rifles with these 4x16 Force scopes, heavy barrels, because they're more accurate, more effective, success rate goes up. You start putting restrictions on these and the success rate goes down. But it, again, it often opens up opportunity And so it'll just be how the public reacts to this opportunity. Are they going to like it? Are they going to hate it? Uh, And we'll see what happens. If you guys have any more questions, let me know. Have a great day. Stay wild.